What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Flip the Record Podcast. What's up, Joey? What's going on, Joe? Same old man. Nothing new here. What's up with you? Oh, not much. Just ready to get into some Kaleo. Kaleo, yeah. So, okay, I mentioned to Shane the other day. Did you recognize the song? I think it used to be on a Jeep commercial. I think it, Way Down We Go used to be on... Yes, uh, yes. Dude, it was either Jeep or Ford. The, one or, or the it other. It was like off-roading. And the, yeah. And the, yeah, yeah. Way Down We Go. Yep, oh, yep. 100%. Oh. Uh, it's a perfect song for that commercial, but uh, that's kind of my intro to Kaleo, and I just... He's this blues rock artist uh, from Iceland, blues rock group from Iceland. Um, really, like, under the radar, cool fucking artist. Yeah, dude. This Similar to, to Dreamers, my buddy Reed showed me Kaleo back in, like, it, 20, it had to have been 2016. Like, he's like, oh, dude, this album just came out. Like, check out some of these songs. And he's, like, playing me, Way Down We Go, uh, No Good, All the Pretty Girls. And I was like, damn, this, this, is, this is fire. Awesome, awesome on vocals, but the guitarist, his name is uh, Ruben Pollock. No joke, man. That dude can fucking play. Yeah, there. Kaleo's got some great guitar, which is uh, it was funny. So we for this week we also did Matt Mason, like yeah. in terms of listening to the music. Yeah, I thought it was a good kind of con or comparison between the two because they're in a similar category. Um, neither has a ton of music, and I would say sonically they're in a similar like genre. Um, so, and they both don't have a ton of music, so I thought it would be a fun one to do, like, back-to-back. Yeah, they also, uh, where I think Matt Mason has a, a good voice, good range. Uh, JJ from Kaleo, his voice is, like, fantastic. He, he was born to sing. Oh, my God, dude. This guy, thank God he never ended up on one of those, like, singing shows. Oh, yeah, for sure. This that would have been wasted talent. This guy is, is a certified savant on yeah he, he could have he could have won american idol but then it, he would have like, killed everybody how many he yeah he yeah. never would have made it right right no isn't that fucking crazy how, how many singing shows there's been over the years and how few of them yes, make it dude that we should dive into that for a grab bag one time because it's like american idol it's like what like carrie underwood kelly clarkson chris daughtry who didn't even win yeah. he came fourth <laughs> um and i'm sure maybe there's a couple newer people that i just because i just haven't watched the show but in I so can't long think of any in like the voice like, I don't even Has know any of them. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it just like none of them ever really make it, which is fucking insane. What? Because I think part of the voice, too, is like you win and then your coach like works with you on your first album. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think, think that's you're right. Part yeah. And dude, that's a crazy part with like all the the winners. It's like, yeah, you can have the voice. But if you don't have like the songwriting or like the musical prowess to put together like an, an yeah. album. So I've got the winners here. I'm just going to scroll through these for the voice. Yeah. Uh, Javier Colon? Nope. Jermaine Paul? No. Cassidy Pope? No. Daniel Bradbury? No. Tassan Chin? No. Sounds like um, sounds like we're doing Impractical Jokers, Cranjus <laughs> McBasketball. <laughs> read, have to read off the fake Hingle name. McCringleberry. Uh, Josh Josh Kaufman? Nope. Craig Wayne Boyd? No. Sawyer Fredericks? Nope. Jordan Smith? Jesus. Dude. Allison Porter? Just keep going. I'll Sundance say- Head? Chris Blue? Chloe Kanowski, Bryn Cartelli, Chevelle Shepard. We're on season 16, by the way. Malin Germone, Jake Hoot, Todd T- Tilgman, Carter Rubin, Cam Anthony, Girl Named Tom, Bryce Leatherwood. That's How is that even a real name? <laughs> Gina Miles. Bro, that was 23 seasons. I don't, I've never heard of any of those people. Okay, I, 
on another note, yeah, those artists, I, I'm sure they're great. I just don't know any of them, and they've been marketed horribly. On another note, have you ever gotten into Amer- America's Got Talent? Like, has your family ever watched it? Yeah, I used to watch it with my mom because she would when I live with my parents because she would put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, I hate when they have singers on that show. Yes. I was just going to say the same thing. It's like that show should be for everything aside, aside from singing. Like, there's already th- three, four different music-based uh, talent shows. Dude, and there's – yeah, yeah. I just – I don't need singers. And to an extent, I don't need dancers either. There's so many dancing shows. Not so much anymore, but they're like – Yeah, so you think you can dance. through like mid-2010s. So many dance shows, man. Yeah, I'm with you though, cause it's so stupid. Like on America's Got Talent, if if like a singer wins it, and there's like some guy like lighting his, himself on fire and jumping off like a you know diving yeah, board into a shit. pit of sharks, and <laughs> meanwhile there's just somebody somebody up there singing like uh, like Fleetwood Mac, and it's like, oh my god, they're gonna win. Fuck. Yeah, so I mean, there's some real talent that comes I, through that show that like just obscure things that you wouldn't typically obscure things. And I think the mu- like the the magicians, uh, dude, the magicians are fire. I love the magicians on America's Got Sh- Talent. Shin Lim, I th- I think it's Shin Lim or Shin. I don't know his last name, but he's he's really good. What about comedians? Do you think comedians should be on that show? I don't know, dude. That, I don't think it ever. That's plays. a tough one because you you're you're doing a short set. Yeah. Like it's not like you. I don't know. I don't think that's that like. It's almost like a comedy audition. Like I think a lot of comed- like stand-up comedians have to audition to play certain venues. And I think that those like little short sets are kind of similar to the short sets they do in auditions for like, you know, festivals and bigger shows whatnot. So Yeah, I mean it's a great way to put your name out there, but again for I don't know if a comedian's ever won. I'm sure one of them has has to have, but you remember Piff the Magic Dragon? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's kind of com- he's like a comedy magic act. That's my favorite guy from that show of all time. I fucking <laughs> love Fifth the Magic Dragon. Yeah, real quick, do you want me to do the American Idol winners? See if yeah, we can get yeah. anyone else here? Yeah, aside from Kelly Daughtry and I'm forgetting the other one. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. And Kelly Clarkson, does like does she even make music or she just hosts her uh, morning show? I mean, show? she made a handful of music and now she has the morning show. You know, whatever. She's getting older. All right, this is going... I mean, like, what... What year did Kelly Clarkson win American Idol? Oh, one of the first ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That so was this like is we're gonna go ago. we're gonna go from most recent Down. back. So okay. this is season 21. E.M. Tongi. Nope. Noah Thompson. Ch- Chase Beckham. Just Sam. <laughs> Lane Hardy. E- oh no, never mind. No. <laughs> Maddie Pop. Trent Harmon. Nick Fr- Fradiani. Caleb Johnson. Candace Glover. Philip Phillips, I actually do know yes. him. He's got uh, "Make This Place My Home." Yep, yep. Okay, so there's one. Scotty McCreary. Oh, he's good. Yeah, I think he was at Faster, maybe. Yeah, he's got some good songs. Yeah, yeah. I know him by name. Don't can't think of the music. Five more minutes. No. Wish I dude. That song made me cry when I listened to it. Uh, <laughs> Lee DeWise. Nope. Chris Allen. David Cook. Oh, I remember David Cook. He had a he had a good album or two. I never really got into American Idol, but anyways. Jordan Sparks. Yes. She yes. Had, she had some good music. Taylor Hicks. No. And then Carrie. Fantasia. No. Uh, Fantasia Barino. Ruben Studdard. No. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Okay, so American Idol actually had more that I recognize than The Voice. Yeah, I guess, well, uh, when you don't have any that I recognize, yes, that is more than, than The Voice. Yeah. But uh, anyways, should we get back to Kaleo here? It's yeah. almost 11. Yeah, Kaleo, awesome. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. 
You want to so just dig right in? You got anything on Cleo before we get started? Uh, no. So just that, you know, they're from Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. Another similar to uh, Seether where they come from far away, but um, 99% songs in English and uh, just really, really good music. So let's get into it. Yeah. So their first album comes out in 2016. A slash B. A and B. A, B. Yeah. It is. So this album opens with an absolute banger. No good is this like loud, brash, blues rock hit. And it is real good. He's JJ sets the tone right away with his vocals where he, he's got these like grovelly low vocals and then hits it hard in the chorus. Fucking banger here. So fun fact on this song. Kaleo was asked by Mick Jagger and Martin Scorsese to write the theme song for their TV show Vinyl back in 2015. Wow. And they wrote this song, No Good, in three days, and it became Grammy-nominated for Best Rock Performance. That's sick. I didn't know this was a title track for a, so- or for a TV show. That's so cool. Yeah, and there's a sick guitar solo about three minutes into this yeah. song. Well, that's that's kind of the thing for a lot of these songs. Not a lot, but a good, good chunk of these songs. Really sick guitar work. Uh, yeah, awesome opener. Yeah, great way to kick off the album. And then it gets into Way Down We Go. Which is the hit. Uh, as we mentioned, the song on the commercials, it's not my favorite track by him. It's a really good track, not my favorite. But he. this is one where he carries the load. Yes. JJ on the mic here is incredible. Up through his whole range, how, how, loud and quiet, um, really good like tempo with it like stays on the beat and like lifts you up and down through the song. It He he so might have cool. one of the best just pure voices. Yeah, 100%. And, and oh go ahead. No, I was just going to say and musically like it's not crazy. No, like, it's it's actually kind of like it's kind of just a solid drum beat throughout yes. um with a little bit of guitar mixed in like towards the end the guitar picks up a little bit into like a like semi solo. Um but JJ does everything. Here. And he just he stretches certain words, he adds some inflections, and then in the chorus he gets into his range. Phenomenal. And this the song itself, I think it's about having to answer to God or like your sins catching up to you. Some of the I think the opening lyrics are in the first verse, he's like, Oh father, tell me, do we get what we deserve? Whoa, we get what we deserve, kind of like answering rhetorically. Uh, and then Oh, because they will run you down, down to the dark. Yes, and they will run you down, down till you fall. I want to I wanna touch on that point that you just made. Uh, well, on a separate note. That little opener, it opens with just somebody playing piano. Just do, do, do. And it's just him kind of like, not whispering, but ta- just quietly talking into the mic. Oh, Father, tell me. And that, it... it God, it's a, it's a chilling kind of open because it, it the, then the drum picks up and then the whole song goes. And, God, it's, it's fucking cool. Yeah, great song. Uh, another banger next, Broken Bones. This is interesting. Um, I don't know what you know about the lyrics here, but the it opens with uh, a group of people kind of chanting what sounds like a, like a slave song. Um, let me pull up the lyrics here because it's um, – Oh, I'm completely lost. Give me a second. Yeah, so... Oh, the devil's gonna make me a free man. Devil's gonna set me free. That's like the, the first few lines, just repeating that. Yeah, so the concept of the song is about the rebels of the slavery blues. 
Which yeah, and that's exactly what this sound is. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Other than that, let me go back to my notes here. It's just this cool again blues rocky song. Picks up a little bit. Um. And then again with the solo at the end. Fire. Fire solo at the end. Yeah, I don't like this one as much as you, but it's it's still a solid track. Yeah, really cool off this album. The next song, another banger. Glass House. Yeah, I feel like the music in this song is better than the like the l- lyrics. Yeah, I could get down with that. Um, but it's it's still a solid rock yeah. song. Um this one is higher tempo, like more full sound to it. Um still that blues rocky sound to it. Um great vocals again. Like he just he kills it, man. Every song he kills it. And then they they clean up the guitar at the end, and it's got this really sharp, almost like 80s hair metal solo to it where he's just thrashing at it. It's unbelievable guitar solo at the end. Love this song. Yeah, and the next song has amazing guitar too. Hot Blood. Yes, real Same good guitar. It's catchy as hell. There's almost nothing I could say about this song that I didn't say about the last song. Yeah, so lyrically, the song talks about a man who, who feels kind of broken and is seeking redemption, uh, wants to prove himself and reach for things that others cannot. So it could be about the music industry or perhaps a relationship. So I think Kaleo's had beef with the their label or yeah. just the music industry in general. That would make sense because they took some time between albums and then they only have the two albums since 2016. So yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and uh, so the lyrics from this song, you want to prove you're the better man. You want to reach for the things that nobody can. Oh, all you need is to break away. Yeah, just keep telling yourself there's no shame. And the chorus is cool here because they add in some background vocals where he'll he'll sing like, get up and get up and get up again. And then in the back, there's a women's choir like echoing him. Get up, get up. You know, it's just a really cool way to like add a little flavor to the song. I you know what the sound of this song and, and some of Kaleo's songs in general remind me of? It's the Black Keys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a great comparison. I never like I never put the two together there. But the Black Keys do that same thing where they get like that chanty like background, like full body choruses together um, in this kind of like blues pop rock sound. Yeah, that's a really good comparison. And I think the. Well, that yeah, I'll save my Black Keys takes for yeah. when we do the Black Keys. I but. I still think the the guitar work is superior, but yeah, yeah. So then it gets into it slows down from this point. This yeah, is, so this is the album is A slash B. It's kind of like A side is more like rock. Yeah, and then, then the, the B side is soft. Yes. So this is the start of the B side with all the pretty girls. Yeah. So this this song or sorry this song has more of like a Lumineers kind of sound to it, like a yeah. softer maybe more indie kind of feel yeah it's just kind of this like sweet plucky guitar through the whole song um and jj kind of maybe not like moaning is a bad word for it but like trying to figure out why like he can't be the one who's falling in love when these this guy samuel would who maybe represents the people around him uh like all the girls like samuel why doesn't anybody like me yeah, I think this this song's about being in a situation where like you have a crush on someone and they're either with someone else or they're just you're too intimidated to to try and make a move and it's just yeah. you're just kind of sitting from behind the wall like watching. This is a sharp turn in his vocals but shows another side of what he can do where he really like raises the tone. He's up in this tone like this the whole almost the whole time. Um 
it's it's just a cool like switch. It's a hard switch and a cool switch. I yeah, like this great, song a lot. Great vocals here. Um Automobile, the next track is another one of those campfire songs. You just sit around, start strumming away on the acoustic, and you just get right into this song. Very folky. Very folky. Um it's just it's kind of a nonsense song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. It's this, just a fun track. It's literally a song about driving uh like someone driving a car throughout like the California coast and yeah. just for the heck of it, you know. Yeah, why not? Um this song reminded me a little bit of that song on Scaled and Icy, um where the guy um Bounce, bounce, man. bounce, man. Yeah, bounce, a bit. bounce, bounce, man. Float you not a couple musically, bands. just like uh, lyrically a little bit. It's not the same thing, but it's kind of similar. It's got that same vibe. Yeah, just like the like getting getting on the road, get going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of a fun little like comparison I had there. Uh, but yeah, automobile slept on deep track. Really, really good. Yeah. So the next song is written in Icelandic. Icelandic. Vor i. I'm gonna butcher this one. <laughs> Vor i Vaglaskogi. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, s- translates to spring in Vaglaskogi. Um, just a tuned down acoustic track that means nothing to you until you translate it. Um, and when you do, it's all about just kind of running around in the fields and like. I don't know anything about the city, but it sounds like the city has maybe had harder times. And this is a positive song where people are just enjoying the, the city, enjoying the area around the city. And that he mentions at one point, like, this is what the city deserves. Yeah. So one of the lines I had translated was light in the mountains sent from the dearest fountains. The wind is counting your hair in the light aglow. Uh, even though the song is in Icelandic, it's still pretty good. It sounds like it's pretty personal to him. Like, some yeah. I don't know. I don't know how many people have experience with this this obscure city in Iceland, but um, this sounds like somewhere he might have traveled before and been like, "Wow, you know, uh, just just a reminiscence on childhood, maybe." Sure, cool song. Um, Save yourself again slows it down. Um, it's just soft acoustic going through. Um, I th- talk to me about the lyrics here a little bit. You got anything on that? Yeah. So I think this song's about the struggles of being in a a situation like whether it's relationship or job um where he's kind of encouraging people to save yourself for something else that's better whether it be a person or an opportunity like i guess don't sell yourself short is kind of the message here i almost kind of took it as like like a shrouded plea for like a shrouded plea to a woman that he might like have a crush on or be in love with. And like, he sees this woman with this other guy who's not good for her. And he's like, listen, save yourself, save yourself for me. He doesn't say it explicitly, but he's, he's begging her to, to stop being with this person. You know, that, that makes sense. And they have just because they have a couple songs in throughout both albums that are in a similar vein. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's not, it's very like, it would take a few listens to to really figure it out, but I just it's an interesting track. Um, but again, just like musically solid here. Yeah, definitely. Lo- I like the acoustic, just like the the beat to it. I love it. So good deep track. Um, the the last song I can't go on without you is feels super emotional. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's about you know the song title like just being broken up. Yeah, another slow acoustic track here. Um, he's his vocals on this are awesome 
he goes through the whole range of just down low to here and until he's like wailing in the chorus like in a in a sad pleading way um it's it's just such great work he's so fucking good on vocals man um and i think this is a cool way to end like end the album yeah so for this album a slash b i would give this a solid 8.25 the like the vocal work for a debut album the the they, they experiment with different sounds throughout the album there's some a little bit folkier, some that uh, have some great guitar work, some that are softer, but let JJ work on the vocals. Like this is a for as far as debut albums go, this is really good. I give it a solid eight, eight point two five. I'm gonna give it an eight. Yep, it's an eight. Um, and, and this is actually really like easy for me because there's ten songs, so I'll give the the song in Icelandic like that just doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> um, and then between the other nine tracks, like knocking one point off over nine tracks seems fair so really really good album here a lot of good replay value too oh my god i listen to this album all the time dude i i want to get this album on vinyl so i can just pop it into the record player every now and then that'd be sweet yeah really good really good album unfortunately that's only one of two albums hopefully he makes more music man this guy's awesome yeah Um, so they take a a five-year gap i guess there were some some things with they were touring a ton and i think jj like i don't know if he heard his vocal cords or something where i think that that played into some of the time off yeah and i mentioned on the last episode um that i did see cleo at the fillmore kicked ass dude he didn't really like stray too far from the songs like he just kind of played the songs but he played them to their fucking hearts gave out man killed them yeah i would i would like to see them live he was really really good i'd give it a go um but yeah so then 2021 surface sounds yeah so uh, we'll get into it once we start talking about this, but I think this album really cuts back on JJ's range. Yeah, I, that's a good way of putting it. I they didn't like, they didn't give it everything they had like they did on A and B. There are some songs where they give it everything they had, but it does cut back. You're right, hundred percent, and I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like that's like that's their golden goose, you know? Like why why throttle it? But yeah, I think they also I think they wanted to. Exp- want to experiment with different things but yeah. um yeah, yeah i mean we'll see what they do on the next here. one so um this album opens with brother run fast and it's not a i'm not super enthusiastic about this as an opener same um it's just kind of mid-level not too high not too low um jj does good vocals here but like again throttled like he doesn't go to the extreme on either end um yeah i don't know it the just didn't do it for me the internet was saying this song is kind of about the music industry oh. and how he's like warning other artists to, to run fast and uh, far away from, from the industry. Yeah. Do you think there's an opportunity for, for more artists to do like, this is such a crazy comparison, but like, <laughs> I, we, we, you won't even want to cut this honestly, but <laughs> the, you know how like girls that do porn, they used to have to go to a studio and like work with a studio to like produce their content. And nowadays, they can just go on OnlyFans and produce their own content and hire their own people to do their content. Do you think there's an opportunity for musical artists to kind of do the same thing? Yeah. I mean, I think that's increased over the last decade. Comparatively to the last 100 years, uh, there's definitely a lot more of it. I don't think there's as much as there probably should be. Um, But, like, think about what, like, a a record label does for you, right? Like, a record label really is just a promotion. It's marketing. It's just a promotioning, like, leg of your your band. And cut deals to get you on the radio. uh, 
yeah just just promotion so like is is there a way to circumvent that and just hire some like 21 year old to get you fit like well i guess that's what people are doing you right just, like you you put your stuff up on youtube or or twitch or whatever I'm spotify thinking, i'm thinking about a lot of these artists who make songs for tiktok like like your boy uh what's his nuts mr clean uh oh young gravy yeah <laughs> your boy young gravy is basically just a tiktok artist um i mean that's a way to do it man we're like you get a few songs that get real popular on on one of these streaming platforms, and then all of a sudden your marketing's done. What do you need the record label for? All you need is a studio and some time and and run it. Yeah, I think there's also I don't know how much they help with like from like tours and all that stuff, but I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, if you come out with if you are able to release some hits that get exposure on your own, then yeah, you you could set yourself up. Real nice to, uh, like, to be independent. I feel like you could just find like a, almost like a wrestling promoter type or like a boxing promoter type to just be your guy that like takes care of all the business side of things. And then you do your music side of things and that would be enough. Well, that's the other part of it, too, is. Yeah, if you're already writing the song, like writing, performing, touring, all that crap, and you, you might just not want to deal with the hassle of doing the promotion, too. Right, but that's what I'm saying. You hire you hire your own people to do your promotion instead of like being kind of boxed in by this record company that does things the way they do it, and then they'll tell you how they want their their music to sound. Yeah, know? I think I do think it is it, it is easier. But I guess if you're in the position of like most most of these people are probably like in their twenties. Yeah, and uh, you're younger and you're just you're you hungry. I guess to get to get going. Like you don't know either. Right. Like there's, the, I mean, some people do. Like if you have. If you have family, friends who have experience in the industry, obviously they can give you their nuggets of wisdom. But, like, there's a lot of artists who just don't know either. Right? Yeah, so, for sure. I don't know. It's an interesting little sidebar. But whatever. Yeah. Um, the next song is Break My Baby. Um, kind of simple, but a little bit heavier than the last song. Again, with the, the, the great vocals on this song. And then there's a solo, another solo at the end that kicks ass. Yeah, this was another one that reminded me of the the keys a little bit. Yeah, man, this is a it's just a really solid bluesy, like kind of feels like a and B song. Yeah, I could see that. The next song even more. The yeah, uh, yeah, alter ego. Yeah. Yeah. So. But if you got anything on Break My Baby, I didn't want to skip too far ahead. Uh, well, so the only thing I had was some people are saying that it, it could have a, a a double meaning, like. Some some of the lyrics sound like he, he's just like making love to a girl, um, but then there's also part of it where it's like uh. they'll they'll <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, this is so fucked, dude. <laughs> there's also part of it where uh, he's like they'll take you in and spit you out. You're only worth how much you sell. Which again, it's it's hints at uh, the music industry. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's cool. But yeah, so. Alter ego uh, is about the change in personality people go through when they're on drugs. Yeah, and I think this is the best track on this album. Uh, it's Like I just mentioned, it's got that very like A side of A and B sound to it. Hard blues rock. Uh, another sick solo at the end. I really, really like this song. Yeah, it sounds it's like got some good like classic rock. Yeah, 100%. And classic rock is rooted in blues rock, dude. Like Zeppelin maybe ripped off would be a a strong word but like heavily heavily influenced in blues rock and zeppelin influenced so many other bands that came after them so yeah um but yeah just really really I, best track off this album by Def- long definitely shot. stand out yeah 
Free the Slave coming up next. Um, yeah, dude. I do you know what? What do you think this song is about? Uh, I'm going. I, I've gone back and forth a couple times. Let me give it a quick read over one more time. Yeah, I've got some of the lyrics up. Darkness is coming. Darkness, you should take shelter. You should take shelter. Darkness is coming. Darkness and hell. Is your conscience clear? Have you seen the brave man hanging from the tree? Say who'll be the oh, first to sleep. One. Yeah, this was dark. It's got a lot of dark imagery through the whole song. Yeah, there's references to to hanging, to drowning. I think this might be from the point of view of like a like a slave owner. Um, or no, sorry. Let me take that back. I'm reading some of these other lyrics now. Um, this is from the p- point of view of the slave. He says, uh, where is your savior now? Throw me in the ocean. Cast me in the sea so you won't free the slave in me. So this is from the perspective of the slave. Um, given the context we've already spoken about with a couple of the other songs in the music industry, um, this could definitely be about that. It, yeah. it would be a harsh comparison. And it, it's always like this happened a lot during COVID where people like over exaggerated and made these wild comparisons to things that aren't like even comparable at all. And this might be one of those situations. That's that's kind of what I was thinking where I had a like being a slave to the music industry question mark. But then I'm like, man, it's such a such dark, vivid imagery to it seems like a, it'd be a, a reach almost. Yeah, but they they had that song on the last album, Broken Bones, that was kind of about the slaves, too. And it wasn't really about the music industry, I don't think. I think it was just about the the struggle of slaves, and I think this might be one of those, too. That's true. It just might be face value. Yeah. The other other one that I had, maybe, like, mental health. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you could take this. I mean, uh, that, like, slave imagery could be construed in a lot of different ways so this might be one of those like uh mad lib like make it your own type deals <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that uh yeah i don't know not my favorite song but it's fine yeah so up next skinny it's uh g- musically this is really good yeah i thought this was cool they got this like pop like they it's not as clean they obscure the guitar a little bit um slow open into like a power um choruses and like power finish it's got this like old school slower solo to it that i really really like um another good song off this album yeah lyrically society expectations possibly social media uh pressure that females are put on yeah rap yep that's yeah 100 next up hey gringo another really really good uh song off this album weird yeah, they th- do a lot of different things here this one's kind of like more like a story it's a story for sure. It's just a story of him like being around in Mexico talking to people. Yeah, he he's like flirting. He flirts with a woman and things seem to be going well, but then he he finds out that she's already in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he ends up getting threatened by like the boyfriend. Right. <laughs> uh, it's a funny song. They they add a lot of different stuff in here. This is the most explorative song by Kaleo. They got cowbell in it. They got a, like a disco pop chorus to it. There's some harmonica at the end. I think. Um, there's still that same like acoustic guitar, like upbeat acoustic guitar to it. It's out there, but it's fun. I like it. Also, a cool line, and I'd be curious to see it. There's no way like this has to be referenced, or this has to be a line used by multiple bands. But I sold my soul for the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like an old school like uh callback or something. Yeah, makes sense though. Yeah, so then the next song, My Fair Lady, this is one of my favorites. It almost has like a Chris Stapleton vibe. 
Yeah, I kind of get that uh, country feel to like, it. Uh, yeah, love ballad. Another camp. Ooh, another campfire song. Um, good track here. Yeah, it's just really like this is like a uh, like a calming, like smooth song. It just you just feel good listening to it. His voice is is oh. piercing on this one, dude. It's that it's that deep like settled in like sound. I don't I don't know. It's just it, and yeah. in the song he's talking about like. He's just like getting. He's just getting home, or presumably he's getting home, and he's like, "Can you know? Can you get me a whiskey and run your fingers through my hair?" And mm-hmm. just with his voice, it's it's awesome. Stand out, yeah, yeah. really good. Um, the next song, kind of similar, honestly. I thought, yeah, I want it's more. it's more peaceful. Yeah, peaceful. Like, um, they had some like like violin strings or something at the end that I kind of was thought was interesting. Um, another touch on them trying different stuff, adding different sounds on this album. Um, a little bit more forgettable than the last song, but I would mm-hmm. still say similar sound. I, yeah, I like I like it. And then Backbone is essentially about someone who turned their back and didn't end up standing up for, for what was right. Yeah. Uh, musically, I like this a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the guitar is nice, um, but it's not anything crazy. Like, it's just kind of this, like, soft, easy guitar to it. I don't know. It was... It was it wasn't bad. It just like didn't stand out to me. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I walk on water. Solid. Yeah, yeah. I thought this, this is a uh, more of the maybe not the B side of last album, but this is just a powerful song for them. Kind of in this. Never mind. I won't say that. Um, but it's got this slow open uh, with the like acoustic guitar. Slowly brings in some strings halfway through. Background vocals pick up on the choruses, and then powerful ending where he's he's really kind of letting it all out. Not crazy, but like go getting after it. Definitely, I don't really have anything to add on that one. Yeah, good track. Um, and then the Closes, last song, yeah, weird. Into my mother's arms, kind of, eh. Yeah, I I didn't love the the music or the message. At least yeah. what I took from it. Um, the song sounds like it's opening with like nursery chimes. Hmm. Let's see if I can play it for you. Yeah, the song. Oh yeah. Um, and then it, you know it just it, it gets a little bit heavier and loses the chimes after a while. Not heavy. Very very forgettable. Yeah, I didn't think it was forgettable. The song to me, um, with the note here I got, fuck, fuck. Uh, it's like the world's tough, and sometimes you just like you just want to go back and like be with your mom and like hide away from everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Weird, weird clothes. But again, very personal. Maybe not for us. Yeah. So Surface Sounds 2021. Uh, I give A slash B an 8.25. I think this has to be a 7.25. Yeah, I was thinking like 6.4, 6.3. There's yeah. There's, there's more here that I'm just kind of like, meh. Like, the last album, I'll listen to every song except the Icelandic song. (laughs) This album, there's a handful of songs I'll skip, for sure. Yeah, again, they just don't do as good of a job of utilizing JJ's full range. But what I'd really, like, I've mentioned over and over, though, what I really do like on this album is adding different sounds throughout. The music is a little bit more more diverse. Um, There's some cool stuff here. That is one nice thing they did on this album, but yeah, overall... I will, s- yeah. There's also an element of like, when you take off like five years in between albums, the expectations are, yeah, perhaps higher than they should be. It's hard to capture the, like the the lightning in a bottle, you know. 
Yeah, I, it's one thing like if if you put out like a new album every let's call it two and a half years or whatever, and you're like, I guess there's more leniency for changing your sound with each album. That's a good point too. You, you in five years you've been forgotten. Yeah, whereas in five years it's like okay now like people people are expecting like a certain thing or. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a long time in between albums. No, I hear you, and and that's part of the reason it probably didn't get a ton of like radio play and stuff like that. It just. Who remembers Kaleo at that point, you know? But <laughs> it's still a fine album. It's not bad. It's just not my favorite. So yeah. So and album that's rank- all he's got, by the way. That's yeah. It. So those just the two albums. Album rankings: A over B, first, and then surface sounds second. Yep. That's it. Yep. Top ten. You want to go first? Yeah. Let me go first. Top ten songs. Ten to one. Start with "Break My Baby" at ten. Or yeah, "Break My Baby" at ten. Um, I can't go on without you at nine, then Broken Bones, Hey Gringo, Alter Ego, Automobile, No Good, Way Down We Go, Glass House, and then Hot Blood. <laughs> you know what's funny? For them only having like twenty some odd songs, we have a we'll have a little bit of a different list here. <laughs> <laughs> so ten to one here I've got Backbone, Free the Slave, I Want More, Save Yourself, Alter Ego, My Fair Lady, Hot Blood. All the pretty girls, no good, and way down we go. Oh yeah, I think we only crossed over on like three songs. It's crazy, but yeah, I mean maybe that kind of speaks to like maybe that kind of speaks to how good he is. That like all those songs found their way into both of our top tens. So yeah, that's that's fair. That's cool. Uh, concert opener. My concert opener is gonna be Glass House. I just think it, you hit it immediately. Everybody knows, and it bangs, man. Hits in a concert. The encore is going to open in a similar fashion with Hot Blood. It's got that, again, high vibe, high tempo. Love it as an opener for the encore or, or the opener for the concert. Either way, I guess I kind of interchange those two. We're going to do Alter Ego as the encore second song. Um, it just feels like it's a good fit there to me. And then Way Down We Go to close it out. Uh, we've got two of two of the four same songs here, different ordering. So for my opener, I've got Hot Blood. Yep. For my encore opener, I've got No Good. Okay. And then I Want More is the second song, and then Way Down We Go is the closer. Okay, yeah. So yeah. we're kind of in the same same thought process there. Um, yeah, Hot Blood and Glass House interchangeable, honestly. Um, yeah. My top two songs, so cool. Cool. Well, All right. Um, got anything else today? I don't think so. No, I think that's it. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, so Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, Stone Temple Pilots next week. John Party. John Party the following week. And then I – mentioned to you the other day i was thinking maybe the jack white catalog the following week and i say that because jack white has the white stripes he has jack white and then i think he's in the rack and tours i'll have to double check on that but um so the jack white catalog the following week is tentatively the plan and then after that i don't know we'll figure it out from there right on all right guys uh follow the socials check it out TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, at Flip the Record. Uh, like, subscribe, follow on the pod, Apple or Spotify. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening again. We'll catch you next week. Talk to you later.